This is Ian Freebairn-Smith, and on behalf of the board, I welcome you to another ASMAC podcast. What you're about to hear is a recording of one of our monthly luncheon presentations recorded at Catalina's Jazz Club in Hollywood. These podcasts feature leading Hollywood composers, arrangers, orchestrators, and musicians talking about their lives and music. Today, and obviously you all know who you're here to honor, we are really pleased to recognize a great copyist who has saved or helped to save many, many recording sessions, concerts, and more. And here to introduce him and a few guests to pay tribute is our ASMAC board member, Marvin Augustus. Marvin. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Glad you all could make it. All one can do is to be true to one's craft. Everything else is fleeting, changeable, only by being the best craftsman one can be, be it a minister, a writer, a deliverer of goods and services. It is only by the honest day-to-day application of effort in the craft itself that one achieves self-respect. This was by an anonymous person I got out of the newspaper several years ago. When I read it, I immediately thought of Marion Shirell, as I would now call him Mr. Marion, as I've been doing for the last almost 40 years. <laughs> Mr. Marion is a true master craftsman at copying music. His penmanship is flawless. His eye is of an artist. For those of you who are not practitioners of the music, let me briefly describe to you what a copyist does. We as arrangers, composers, and orchestrators put our, uh, put our ideas on uh, uh, master pieces of paper called scores. With all the instrumentation, the choirs, the lead singers, all go on a score. It is the copyist's job to extract each instrument, each chorus, percussionist, everybody on that score. I imagine when Mr. Marion looks at the manuscript paper, he doesn't see lines and spaces. He sees a canvas, which he puts notes on that canvas. As a young trumpet player coming up and reading Marion's music, I didn't know that he had written the, uh, the music, made me want to play my trumpet parts even more. I enjoyed reading the music. Marion and I had a discussion not long ago, and I was telling him about my life as a copyist. And Marion looked at me with those eyes and said to me in the most tactful way, I guess he could put it, man, you were never a copyist. (laughs) There was nothing I could really say because he was right. I was never really a copyist. But Mr. Marion is a great person because he gave me and a lot of others who weren't copyists a chance to come to 1609 
and apply the craft and learn the craft of putting music on the paper. So, for all of us who uh, went through the doors of 1609, I want to thank Mr. Marion from the bottom of my heart for giving us that opportunity to do that. Now, at this time, I would like to bring up three esteemed gentlemen to the podium who told me they would not miss a chance to say something about Mr. Marion. I would like to invite Benjamin Wright, Mr. Terry Woodson, and Mr. Whitey Hogan to this podium, please. Good afternoon, how are you? As Mr. Guster said, I couldn't pass up this opportunity. I want to, I don't want to take up too much time, but I have some very distinct things that happened to me and I just need to show Mr. Marion Sherwell, we all know him as the outstanding musician copyist, but he played some other roles in my life. I came to LA 1976 from Chicago. I had been involved with a few hit records and I, I, there are no kids here, so just, well, one, one child is here. I have to be very careful. But I want to, I want to emulate the real Marion Sherelle. <laughs> so I was introduced to Script House. We didn't have script houses in Chicago because I even operated as a copyist. You know, you, one guy did everything. Went over to the script house, this is Marion Sherelle. It's about seven or eight guys copying music. I was just wow and awe. Presented my score, and Mr. Sherell looked at it, and he says, man, what kind of mother is this? <laughs> I didn't know anybody there. I was embarrassed and became very combative. You know, we're ready to roll on the floor, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't let up. I mean, I didn't know how to curse prior to meeting Marion. <laughs> he went, cats don't play no stuff like this. You know, it has, it has to be in beats, man. Da, 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 da. And the whole bit, and I, I'm just so embarrassed because cats are sniggling and, and writing and, you know... <laughs> They know I wasn't accustomed to this, but no problem. We, we got through that, and I, I thank him. Then I had what has happened to a lot of cats here. I had a real California divorce, and I had two sons at the time. Court took my kids and the whole bit. I was trying to get custody. So I called Marion one day, sent somebody. I need to score right away. First thing he says, have you spoken to your sons? I said, No. He went back and got one of his favorite words again. Mother! <laughs> I told him that time, Marion, you don't know me that well, man. Don't go there. He didn't let up at all. I mean, he must have just cursed me out for about 10 minutes on the phone. About my sons are too young to pick up the phone and call me. You call them, et cetera, et cetera. Little did I know at that time, Marion was operating pretty much as a single parent with his sons. From that point on, 
he became a role model to me. Even to the point that when I remarried, Marion Sherrill was the first cat I called. And he actually got on the plane and came to where the wedding was and participated in the wedding. I am so grateful to have this master musician and this wonderful human being to be my friend. Thank you very much. Unaccustomed as I am, I never talk to anybody anytime, so this is not easy. Uh, Marion, more than anything to me, was a friend. And I don't know how or why Marion just kind of, all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you've got the best friend in the world. Can't remember how, why, or whatever, but you've got a friend who will do anything for you, help you in any way. Uh, I am not, I'm not good at public speaking, and there are only a couple things that I can think of to say. First of all, uh, I lost my wife recently. She was in love with Marion, and he used to stop by the house all the time. We were wherever, not that far from him, but uh, on a way wherever he was going, he could stop by. And he has just been marvelous. Uh, he's just been a, a, a wall of strength, actually. Uh, personally, and as a person, there is no one like Marion. Um, can you hear me all right? Marion Shirell is a pain in the ass. <laughs> he is. He does nothing but gripe and complain. <laughs> when I started my business, I got a phone call at midnight one night. I was home. The voice of the other one says, uh, now look here. Is your Oslip machine running? And I said, Marion, I'm home. I'm in bed. Well, but is your Oslip machine running? I got some prints I got to do. And I got out of bed, went down to the office, opened it up, turned on the machine. He printed five string parts and said thanks a lot man and, but we had a great time and he had some lovely people with him and it developed into a nice party but then he started working with our crew and showing up the reason he's a pain in the ass is because he speaks the truth it may be brutal and it may hurt a little bit but like the man just said he speaks the truth, and he, he's been a guide to us all, a leader to us all. We love him dearly. And um, we had a good crew, and Marion was a great part of that. And you're right, his handwriting was absolutely gorgeous. And some of us miss that. But Marion, it's your day. Here's to you. Thank you. I'm Barbara Sherrill, and I'm the mother of, of Marion's three sons. Proud mother. Everything I have heard today from Marion's colleagues and his friends make me just, just know that what we as a family have seen and we still do see. There he is, father, grandfather, uncle, and brother. The same love for music and his role in it, the same integrity he chose to have in that role is the same integrity and love that he shows to us his family. This means this is who Marion is. That's who he really 
is. What you see is what you get. <clears throat> and I'm the proud mother of his three sons who in really inherited his work ethic. They all do the same exact way he did, which he showed by example. As a musician, I, with you, can attest to the incredible way he absolutely nurtures the music. And I'm sure that Marvin and Lanny will agree that Marion is the last detailed word, even down to the packaging. The scores were wrapped in a certain way, to be opened in a certain way, if you follow his directions. And the package is still really useful once you, after you open it. Um, you can take the music, it's delivered on time, and the pages are turned just right, which, is, which I never knew. I, I just thought you just turn the page. And if you had a problem, if you're playing the piano, well, it's your problem. You got to learn how to turn. But he would say, well, look, would you want the page to turn right here, or you want it to turn right there? And I'd say, what? You, what? What are you saying? You know, and then he'd make me know, well, then, you know, man, you can't just turn the page. You got to really have it. You know, you got, you know, right. So, you know. <laughs> That's a detail I just never would think about. Well, we may not think of Marion as a religious person, but actually he is. That great nurturing heart that he has, he always gives thanks to that wondrous God force that we know makes this earth work. He helps us know that love and order and devotion, what they all are, and how we should experience it, because it is the love and the order and the devotion that makes the earth go. Despite all of its problems that it may have, we still have to come back to it, and that's what he does in his music, he, in, the, in his way he handles that music, he makes us know that. Well, it's now time to bring up the man of the hour. Mr. Marion, come on down. Um... What can I say? I want to thank the, uh, the president, vice president, Van. I want to thank uh, the, the people of the uh, ASMAC for having this day for me, which is a, 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 a real big honor. You know, this is, this is more than I really expected. But I mean, you know, I didn't know, I didn't know it was that much love in the world. <laughs> but I really do thank you. I thank my children for coming out. And I thank some of my dearest, dearest beloved friends for coming. And uh, it's just, it's, it's just been a marvelous afternoon for me. And I mean, I think that I will have it going on for a long time with inside of me. And, um, and there's a lot of people that, that I should mention in bringing me to this point, which would take about a day and a half. So, uh, but uh, as my earliest, earliest recollection of, uh, Say one of my, I'll say my first big session that I've ever did. And uh, it was with uh, the great diva Dinah Washington. And um, it was raining like, you know how it rains in California a few years ago, 10, 15, 20 years ago. It just rained and thundering and stuff. And so I was kind of late getting to the session. And, uh, and I'm soaking wet, you know, the music under here. I finally get there and, and she's pouting like a, rattlesnake about ready to jump and, and uh, the person that I was working, working for at that time was just a marvelous guy. He just, he was just, um, the name was Fred Norman at the time. 
old time writers in the 30s. I imagine you would probably know him, Van Fred Norman. And um, and it, and uh, and she she jumped on me. She says, "Well, so and so and so and so and so and so and how come you're not here?" And, and I'm just standing there like mummified, you know. So anyway, she walked away, and he started laughing. I says, "Man, it's not funny." He said, "Yes, it is, because the whole studio is closed down." <laughs> the power had went out or something, you know. And I said, "Well, what's her problem?" She said, ah, she's just a bee anyway. You know, I don't worry about that. You know, I'll see you tomorrow. But that's one of the earliest experiences I had of ever working with a big orchestra with a big name star. And uh, as the years went on, I got a chance to meet uh, with some young fellas that was writing, Mr. James Carmichael, that's uh, here now. And I really started uh, what uh, Benjamin Wright refers to as the Script House Music Service. He is one of the co-founders of it, and I wanted to mention that. And uh, these are beautiful people that I have been with in my lifetime. And in the process of going through this whole thing, I've met a lot of beautiful people, like Mr. Mullins, got me over the bridge. Uh, <laughs> senior moment, Charlie. You know, and uh, some of the guys on Gower Street, uh, Gower Street Gang, Bill uh, Hughes, and a lot of other people in the business have just been marvelous to me. And, and I'm very thankful that I've been able to be around good not only good musicians, good writers, and uh, composers, arrangers, but I mean, from all the way from the, uh, they call it hip hop now, we call it all the rock and roll blues or whatever, and to all the way up to the uh, Boston Pops and the, the LA Philharmonic with Sarah, and we got a chance to work with a lot of good people in the business. And I'm very appreciative that I was able to be a part of that. And I really don't think that, um, you know, I don't want to just say, it. it's hard to blow your own horn. There's enough people blow it today. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's a lot of people did it today that, you know, kind of make me feel a little, a little glad that, that I did something. I did something, you know, and I'm very happy that I was able to be here today. And I want to thank uh, Catalina's and uh, especially Aslac and all of the guys there. And uh, that's about all I have to say. I don't have anything to say, but thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs>Thank you for listening to another ASMAC podcast. We welcome your feedback at www.asmac.org. This is Kim Richmond, president of ASMAC, and on behalf of the board, I would like to invite you to attend our events, including luncheons, master classes, First Wednesday's workshops, and our annual Golden Score Awards Banquet. For a complete list of our podcasts and DVDs, please visit our website at www.asmac.org. Many thanks to Larry Goldman of Balboa Studios for recording this talk.